Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. This episode is brought to you by the GSD Academy. This step-by-step business productivity online program will share with you exactly how to shift your mindset, set boundaries, build rock-solid processes, customize your message in order to strategically grow your revenues and get shit done. Visit AngelaProfit.com slash GSD Academy. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled, and I am so excited to interview our guest today, Michelle Gifford. She's a brand strategist, and she is the founder of Michelle Gifford Creative. And today we're going to talk about something that I am massively, massively passionate about because I'm always on the forefront of like new apps. I mean, you guys know that, like I'm psycho about new technology and something that I've learned about myself though, is sometimes I don't do my homework and I just dive in and I'm like, yes, let's use it. Let's do it. Let's go. And so there's this app that I've been hearing about over and over, like it keeps coming up. And so I'm like, okay, I need to take the time to stop and pause, learn more about it and talk to some people that have actually done amazing with something that's so new. And so Michelle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes. So there is, uh, before we dive into like this new app and uh, everybody like is sitting on the edge of their seats, so, like, what is it? Um, but before we dive in, I am interested to know, take us back. How did you get into the whole brand strategist arena? What, what did you do to get you to lead you to that? Well, I have been growing businesses of my own for quite some time. Like I, uh, when I first became a mom, I kind of started a business online and my businesses have changed throughout the years. Cause that's kind of what happens when you're right. An entrepreneur, um, you evolve and you change. And, um, one of the things I was noticing is that there's a lot of, because it's so easy to get online, right. It's so easy to start an Instagram and to start a quote unquote business, right. You think you're on Instagram so that you suddenly have a business. Um, Mm -hmm. but there are all of these women out there who are jumping on the business bandwagon, but aren't being very strategic about the time and the content that they're putting out there to build a business. There are a lot of women out there who are building these businesses and they didn't know how. And the deeper I got into helping them, the more I realized that they needed to learn how to be strategic about the time that they're spending and the content that they're creating so that they can actually make money. 
I am not, I am not a, I am not a type a personality. Like I am not detail oriented. I am the creative. And so, mm-hmm. um, I relate with all of the creatives. I get an idea and I just, I'm like, I know how to make this happen. Why, why would we wait? Right. <laughs> but, but. So I feel you, but there needs but. to be a little bit of strategy behind it because I've learned that if you even pause for an hour <laughs> yeah, and take a breath and look at what you're doing. And, um, then you can, you can get some foundation behind your idea and it moves it forward a lot faster. Yes, definitely. So I, I want to, um, for those of you listening, like you probably know this, like we've had a Facebook group and we've had a membership group and we've done a few different things that we beta tested and then we got feedback and then we launched it. And then I've had um, some good experiences. Then I've had some not so great experiences specifically with Facebook because they change their rules so frequently. And then it's like you build this big audience and then they're like, Oh, you can't do this anymore. Oh, we're taking away that feature. Oh, we're and it gets so aggravating to build these, these audiences and build things up to where you're providing value and people, it's almost like, it's like your little online family and you feel like, you know, all these people, even though you've never even met them before, but you're all helping each other. And then it just comes to like a screeching halt. Unfortunately, sometimes, you know, all good things must come to an end. Ha ha. But it's like, after some of those things happen, like, my encouragement level goes like way down on a platform. And so I've heard of a few other platforms that I I go to conferences and I listen to other people get up on stage and talk about how this platform has made them a million dollars overnight and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, it's not that easy. I'm not stupid. I I used to be stupid. (laughs) I'm like, yes, let's build this. And then we're going to wake up and there's going to be money there and all these notifications. And it's like, no, it's not like that, y'all. Um, but there's a new, newer platform and I started out using, I guess, I, I don't know if it's like a sister company of theirs, but this is how I, I heard about it was an app called Marco Polo. And if you listen to my podcast at all, I, you've heard me probably just reference it a lot from a communication standpoint. And so Marco Polo, I believe the founders, launch something else to help business owners who were coaches and consultants and had audiences. And I was recently on a webinar with them learning all about it. And it's funny because one of the members in EO, Robert Hartline, who owns cell phone stores in Nashville, he and I both did a TED-like talk for the EO group, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And he and I both referenced it in our talk that we did, it was like a 10 minute format of like the, the apps that have helped you advance in your business the most or how to make profit or, and he and I both referenced it. And then we got out of that conference and all of our notifications started to go crazy because if you have the person in your phone, like their cell phone and they get Marco Polo, you like get this notification and like these dings. And Robert and I just laughed. We're like, we're glad that we made such an impact talking <laughs> about this app called Marco Polo. Yeah, and they're now, on board. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so much better than um, texting or, or emailing. If you have a strategic, which is the key here, a strategic process set up 
to communicate with either clients or we use it more internally for our team. And then I use it for my family, but I'm a very sarcastic person. And sometimes if people don't know me, they take my emails or texts way wrong. And I'm like, Oh no, no, that's not what I meant. If you could just see my face, like that's not what I was thinking. And so it's really helped clarify a lot of miscommunication issues that have gone on between team members and family and, and even clients. And so when I was hearing all about this new app that they're launching and it's called channels, I'm like, okay, I'll get on the webinar. Like I do with every other platform and I'll learn about it. And multiple people kept mentioning, Oh, there's this girl, Michelle, and she has mastered it and she's just taken it and run with it. I'm like, Ooh, I have to meet and talk to Michelle. And then oddly enough, another consultant that I'm working with who is helping us rebuild GSD Academy that will launch in January. She was like, Oh my gosh, I have this friend named Michelle. I'm like, wait, is it the same Marco Polo <laughs> Michelle? And she, so you are now known as like Marco Polo Michelle. Wow. And I'll she, take it. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, yes, that is Marco Polo Michelle. And I'm like, okay, I've got to talk to her. So I cannot wait to hear your journey of, I'd love to know, like, have you had other platforms and that you have built such as Facebook and what's different, what, just tell us all about it. Like, how did you even get into Marco Polo channels? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's get into it. So I actually have, I've done business coaching for a while and I was using Facebook, but the problem was probably the same thing as you is that, um, Facebook is hard because you don't own it. Right. So right. they can change everything. And it's also super noisy. So I like, so if my person, someone that I'm coaching goes into Facebook, I have to compete with everyone, right? Everyone that they follow, <laughs> I have to compete with that plus the ads. Mm -hmm. So the people that they're following, plus people who are targeting them um, with ads, and they're spending a lot of money, you know, trying to get their attention. And I have, for a while, just had a really hard time, um, connecting on Facebook because it's just too much. Right. And even when there's not a lot of, it's all texting, you know, you have to type in things and it's not necessarily like responsive with video. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I started hearing about channels. I went to alt summit, which is a um, business conference and I, um, met, Megan from Marco Polo and mm -hmm. they were talking about channels and I started talking to her about it and I was like, this would be perfect. This would be perfect for me. So channels is different in that it's on one app. You are the person who is the only person who really controls the app. And so you can allow people to come in and you um, can post a video and then people can post under that video, but you can't, um, like people in your group can't just post things, right? It has to be, it's all in controlled by the, by me or whoever's in control of the app. And so, um, so I wanted to try it out and I was thinking about launching it and then COVID hit, right. And everything yes. shut down. And I thought, am I going to launch this coaching group or not? And I just had the really strong impression that these businesses are going to need this more than ever. Yes. So I launched it and um, I launched it probably March, April, um, first part of April of 2020. 
and have been growing ever since. And I guess um, the big part about channels is that it's because it's, if you've tried uh, Marco Polo, you know that it's video based, right? So mm-hmm. I am posting videos every day and my people, my people in my coaching group can re- can post videos of themselves. So there's a different, a different connection when they see my face and sometimes it's all done up, right? I'm all ready to go. And sometimes yep. it's after a workout and it's, you know, so it's very personal And I really think that that is the way that businesses are going anyway, is that people don't want the fake. They don't, they want to just cut through everything and be really personal with the people that they're following and trusting to guide them, whatever kind of coach you are. And so, um, Mark, well, with channels has been a complete game changer in that regard in that I'm getting really, I'm building super fans because we're, we are like, we're really close. It's like, we're friends. So I have loved channels. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on, there are some business owners, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, you know, whatever we're called that feel as though it is too, almost too personal. Like, Oh, they have access to me 24 seven, like hell no. Um, you know, I have to have a life. And so, which I know, I know how it works, but for people, I know what you're, I know what you guys are thinking because I'm all, I'm out there teaching people like time block and you know, your time is precious and you've got to carve out time to do the things that you want to do. And you don't need to be accessible to people 24 seven, but if you communicate that to people, they actually respect it. But what are your thoughts when, when people say that about this? So this isn't like a social media app, like Instagram, where you're getting, well, you can turn off your alerts, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's just a, it's a, it's very different than what you think it is for, for one thing. Um, second all, it's all about what boundaries you set up. So I could, if I wanted to respond to every video that comes in, but the goal of my channel, cause it's a coaching group is to not be the only person that has good ideas. (laughs) I want to build a community. And so one of the boundaries and expectations I have set up is that I post um, every day, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, are training Thursday is a Q and a day and Friday is a collaboration day. So the first three days of the week I am teaching And they are, I ask a question after I'm done teaching and the expectation is not that I'm going to respond, but that they're going to communicate with each other because the power of my group is yes, I'm a great teacher, super great coach, but it's going to, but my, but my group grows its power by them creating bonds with each other and them helping each other's businesses grow. And so, so that's why, so I don't, I don't have to spend hours a day in there because of the expectations that I've set up. And it's also been a way to grow community in there as well. So, um, you, the great thing about channels is you get to control it, right? So Mm -hmm. because it's in its own app, you can, you can set up your own schedule. So maybe you only post a training once a week and, um, and then you answer questions on Thursday. That's cool too. You are the one controlling the feed and you are also the one controlling the expectations of the, of the members in your group. And is there a time limit on these videos or can people just go and go and go? Nope. There are. (laughs) So the videos that you post as a coach or as the owner of the group can be as long as you want, but people, there is, um, a time limit. And I think it's a minute. They have like a minute. Um, 
to post might be 30 seconds. Hmm, now I can't remember, but it's I think short. it's a minute. Yeah, it is. Okay, perfect. So yeah. it's a minute. So um, like when they do Q and A days, I say you have you need to get all of your question and all of the background information in one video because I don't want to watch a three part question, right? Because that adds right. up. Um, and so they only had, so the fact that there's a countdown means that they're not, you know, their time is of the essence and they, you, everyone that's been in my group has respected that. Got it. Yeah. Something that I learned, and again, it helps me become a better person, a better leader, you know, all a bis, better business owner, all that stuff where the different colors and true colors, I had my green person say to me, um, Angela, you drive me crazy with these Marco Polos where you will just brain dump when you're driving from one meeting to another. And I'm a, I might be driving too, and I'm listening to you and please don't put actionable items in Marco Polo because we have a process that you created to put it on our, so we use an app called Todoist. And, um, she's like, I can't, I'm not going to go back and watch this. Now, this is with the paid version. Now, Marco Polo used to be completely free, which I get it. Like you got to build it up. You got to build it up. And then you build out all these new features and you get people addicted. Like I'm addicted. And then you charge for them. And I'm like, oh, it's 60 bucks a year, whatever. And then they come out with a family plan and my family who is all on it. They're like, um, we can't fast forward you anymore and we can't read your, we can't hear your bubbles and your thoughts during other videos now. And I'm like, Oh God, so I'm going to get a freaking family plan, <laughs> but it <laughs> saves me so much time that I don't mind. And so what I did is I got with my team and I'm like, okay, so what do you love about it? What do you hate about it? And let's come up with the process. And so what we did is we said, Okay, if if you're going to do a brain dump or it's like I need you to do these things, tell me that I need to be at my computer or I need to be able to write something down. The other thing is sometimes we will share kind of highly confidential information that probably shouldn't be heard by other people. And so we'll say, if you're not alone, please stop listening now and listen later. Or if you don't have your earbuds in, you know, listen later. So it, it took us a little bit to like get on a rhythm where everybody was like, okay, this is much better. Um, I still have some people on my team where they're like, can you just like write it out for me? And I'm like, no, I can't. It's not efficient for my time. And mm -hmm. so you're a team member, but I need you to tell me how you need it. But I, I, I mean, as a business, business leader, like I have to set, put my foot down and like set the expectation of no, I, I'm not going to write everything out for you because I'm not a good writer. I don't explain it well. I can explain myself and articulate myself through Marco Polo. So now it's like, I'll write things out like in a to-do list, but then I'll say, refer to my Marco Polo sent on Sunday at 3.32 AM. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if I like wake up and have these ideas and, you know, most of my team, I'm like, make sure that you have on do not disturb. So your notifications don't come on. Like there's all these little things that you have to work through whenever you are trying something new, especially rolling it out to a team. So ha have you had anyone in your group, like, say things to you or suggest things to you like, Hey, should, can we do it this way? Or do people just follow your lead and they don't give you any feedback? <laughs> well, Marco, so using channels, um, so it's a little bit 
different um, than Marco Polo, right? Because you're mm -hmm. like the team leader. And I know you're the team leader of Marco Polo. You're Marco Polo's with your team. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the things that I want to do and what I try to communicate um, to my team, to not my team, but the coaching ladies that are in my coaching group mm -hmm. is that my whole goal is to make this like the best experience for them. So I have, I send out um, a survey surveys regularly or, and ask them for feedback and say, Hey, what, what could make this using channels better? Because I, you know, I've been working pretty closely with channels with Megan from channels and their team. So if there's like a hiccup or if there's something that could be improved, I can pass it on to them and hopefully make channels better for everyone else. Um, so so yes, I um, um, there are some things that they suggest and I'm like, that will be awesome. And th some things I'm like, I can't make that happen with my time. You know, it's kind of the same thing. You have to just, that you were saying, you have to figure out what is going to work for you as the channel leader or the business leader. And if it works, awesome. And it's a better experience, but, and, but if it can't work, then you have to say, oh, that is a great suggestion. We'll have to put that, I'll put that on the shelf for later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you, did you go completely from doing like one-on-one -on -one coaching and you just said, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to do group, group coaching. Um, no, I was doing group coaching before. So I had, um, before I did this, I had a library of courses that people could get access to. And then we would kind of work through them in the Facebook group. And I just felt it just, you know, when you're, you have a product and you know that it's slowly dying, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you're just like, this isn't working the way that I want it to anymore. Right. And I knew I had to revisit it. So I completely closed, um, that coaching group. And I just said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to open it back up and I want it to be better. And I just learned about channels. And so, um, it just channels just was a, a better fit for me because I post a video. I don't, it's not going live in channels. So I don't, I like people aren't responding back to me, but I can record it in channels and then post it. So, you know, if I wanted to do that in Facebook, then it, it is live. And then it's a little bit disjointed because people are joining um, and you have to say, Hey, welcome, yeah. you know, Letitia, like welcome, you know, and, and it's just not concise and I want it to be, people can come in and quickly learn it's um, jam packed with information and then they can go do something with the information I give. Um, so, so that's one of the reasons, like, I, I love channels as I can, I, I'm a mom to five kids. Like, so Sometimes like I'm just recording in my room, hiding away from my kids and just training, right? Yeah. I just need to be able to do it quickly. And that's one of the reasons I love channels. So back to your question, I shut down my business coaching group and then I relaunched it with, with channels and, um, with channels in mind. And, um, I had, I didn't, not everyone came, uh, came over with me, but I have in the process. So that was back in April. I have grown, um, my channels, like, you know, four times what I started with maybe three times. Yeah. And it's, um, so it's been amazing to see because the cool thing about channels is that you can get really, really into these women's lives or men or, you know, whoever your people yeah. are and get to know them in a, a more personal way. And it's not, um, and it's also you with, you can still have your boundaries and you're not like giving up your whole life, but this has been a really, it's, 
creating this group of women who um, like love me, I love them and we're helping each other grow their business has, they, they give me feedback and, and have completely shaped like what content I create on my podcast, because they're asking these questions, or I can say, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Would this serve you guys? Cause now they're like my insider group and I can like give them some more information and say, Hey, you know, would this work or, you know, what problems do you see? And so it becomes like this group of testers that are, they trust you and you trust them and you can, um, and it helps you develop other parts of your business as well. It's, it's, it's so awesome. So if somebody wants to try channels out, um, I know that you can have one channel or you can have, I think, three channels. And I think currently, because it's new, the max is like 10 channels. And so let's just start with one idea and one channel. What, how did you choose your first one channel? Um, well, I, I think that we all do need to just calm right down and start with one thing Yes, <laughs> and see where it works. Um, I've, I knew that I wanted, I had a lot of people that in my community that I knew needed coaching, especially through like the pandemic shutdowns and they needed a safe place where they could find like white-minded women to, you know, bounce ideas off of and, and grow together. And so it made sense for me to create, um, just this one that one channel that was lower cost, but I got more people in, um, the other option for me. And one that I considered was to have like, um, like a higher end coaching and, um, I'm, I spend more time in there, but I, I wasn't at a place that that's something that I wanted to do. So I think that you have to kind of think about, um, what kind of service do you want to give in this group? Is it, if it's more personal, then you're going to do a smaller group and charge more. If it's going to be, if, you know, going to uh, make it so that you have more people in there, then you can charge less, but give less attention to each person. Um, so it kind of just depends on what your goals are and where you, um, where you're going. You know, if you want to, if you're doing one-on-one coaching, then maybe the next step is to have like five-on-one coaching you know, cause that would be in, uh, like a logical next step for you where you can kind of scale what you're doing on a one-on-one basis with five people instead of one. Um, so it kind of depends on where you're going or where you're, you know, what your strategy is. There it is strategy again. <laughs> yes. It all comes back to strategy. So, and just so you guys know, like each channel, you can have up to a certain amount of members. And so I believe if you have one channel, it's up to 10 people. But then if you have 10 channels, you can get like 100 people in each channel. And so what I think I'm hearing you say that is if the higher ticket items are the the smaller intimate and then the lower items is, are you teaching your courses like directly in there? No, I'm not. So, um, I, so I, that was before when I was doing my other coaching group, but now okay. this, this, I'm actually like taking them. Um, for example, right now, um, it's like, we're doing black Friday prep. So I'm walking them through, like, this is what you need to, st- this is how we need to consider pricing. This is, 
how we need to consider creating content. So I, we usually have like a specific goal and then we walk them through that. I think that channels could be used if you have like a course, instead of doing a Facebook group, you could do a channel where you are like answering questions and you're guiding them through the course. I think that is a really good idea. Um, but if you are just doing like a coaching group, um, usually, I don't know, as business coaches or wellness coaches, like you kind of have your framework in which you are teaching your people. And then the coaching is just walking them through the steps to, you know, figure out what they need to do to grow. Um, and so, yeah, so you can put it on a specific framework or you can kind of like, you know, go where your group takes you, figure out what they need and then create content around that. Which is where the surveys come in, people. <laughs> That's where the surveys come in, my friend. <laughs> Ask your audience. Like, it's so funny because, yep. like, some of the people will be working on a company strategy for messaging. And, um, I mean, these these are companies that have been around for so long. And they're like, well, what am I supposed to talk about? I'm like, tell me all the questions that someone asked you just yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are the questions that people asked you? And right. so they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, listen, after you leave here today or we get off the Zoom, I want you to start making a list, like start paying attention differently so you can hear what your audience is asking for. And you're going to find a, a rhythm where people are asking the same thing over and over and over. They may be saying it in a different way based on like their experience level, but typically people have some of the same questions and so, and, and there is a lot of free, I, I'm going to say this free information out there, but it doesn't always mean it's the right information. You know, it's like, well, Google said, <laughs> well, Google, how, how much experience does Google have doing some of this stuff? It's like, right. you can't Google how to save a life if someone has a heart attack. Like you, you go to a cardiothoracic surgeon for that. And it's like, no, we're not saving lives over here, but sometimes we are because people don't understand how to do self-care. They don't understand that if they don't eat right and if they don't exercise and if they don't get out in the sun and get vitamin B and if they don't get sleep, like these are things that lead to complications in your life to where you can't help other people. And so if, if you don't have somebody holding you accountable to those things to keep you sane sometimes as, as a business owner, um, it can, can, it can save your life. I mean, I've, I've had a few life's life-saving coaches and mentors in my own life. <laughs> and so it really can be that big of a difference. And so explain to us, like, how does it work? So you sign up, if you launch a channel, is it kind of like launching a book? Um, wow. I don't know. I've never launched a book. It's on my list, but I, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's launching a channel is like launching a new product, right? Because unless you already have a coaching group and you're just moving it over. So channels, gotcha. um, I do have some tips. <laughs> I do have some tips for launching. Tell um, us. I know. So I, for the first part of my mem for my first part of my channels, I had, I launched it at the very beginning at the lowest price. Cause I just wanted people in there. Cause I needed to see if this was going to work. And I said, you know, if you sign up before this date, then you get the lowest price there is. Um, and then I did a couple like price raises over the last uh, six months, but then I got to a point a few weeks ago when I just said, you know what, 
I don't want to sell this every month or every day or every week. I want to launch it and then close its doors. And I, and, um, I was like, that's kind of, it's kind of gutsy. It feels gutsy to be like, you're in, you're out. You got to make a decision, Right. <laughs> but it's the right move. So I hovered between like hmm, 75 and 80 members for months, months. And then I said, you know what, you guys, if you want to come in now, you can, and this will, I am only going to raise the price. It'll never be this low again. And then I launched my, my channels called money makers. Um, and I launched money makers and I said, you have a week to sign up. And I went from like 80 ish to 126 in a week because I launched it. And that's a big difference, right? That's a big difference in money. And it's um, a big difference in how people are showing up in the community because suddenly it's not, you can join and leave anytime, right? It's not this low price thing that you can just, you know, decide every month if you're going to be a part of it. But because I made them commit, I said, Mm -hmm. you know, this is it. And if you're, if you don't do it, then it's, it's more money later and that's fine. It'll be worth it, but you should just get in now. Um, and the people are showing up committed before they weren't. And I think that that's a big takeaway. I want you guys to have is it's okay. It's good to have some scarcity because it holds people accountable and makes them make a decision in their business. And that's a big deal because there's a lot of people who, you know, they email me and they're like, ah, you know, I have, I've been, you know, trying to, I thought I wanted to join moneymakers and I've been sitting on the fence and I just saw, saw that you rose, raised your prices. And I don't know if I can do that. And I'm like, well, then you might not be the right fit, you know, and right. that's okay. That's totally okay. Um, and so launching and then closing your doors, I think that has completely changed how my group works. And I would highly recommend it because there's no urgency. There's no reason to say yes. If you, if there's no timeline. Gotcha. Yeah, there has there has to be urgency. And then, do you keep your groups together for? Do you may have them commit for like three months or six months or nine months or a year? Do you have a recommendation? I know it hasn't even been around for a year, but I don't do you have a recommendation <laughs> on that. Um, yeah, I think that there is some value in in saying we're expected like this is going to be a six month commitment because people show up differently for that. Um, and especially on your higher ticket items, if I were, um, you know, cause mine obviously is for volume. I have a lot of people in there. Um, but if you only have five people in there and the commitment level, you're probably charging a lot, then you need to have a commitment to three to six months. I, mm-hmm. that's what I would do. And what I would like, I'm, I'm considering doing a small group coaching. It's not, not today, but, and I would make, and I would, I would have them commit because it is a commitment to you, to you. Cause it's a different thing. If they say, yeah, I'm going to try it out for a month or no, like we're doing this for three months. You know, that's a different mm-hmm. energy that you bring to the table. So I do recommend like, especially with higher ticket items, having a commitment timeline. So a lot of people I see on mainly on, <clears throat> mainly on Instagram, where, or even I guess like Facebook lives, free groups, free information constantly. And, but it's like, are you really telling me the full picture here? Or I'm waiting for a pitch of like, so to learn more, I'll show you exactly how to do this, you know, go to, go to this. So for people that are out there constantly getting the same questions, giving away free information, where is the line 
of saying, okay, like we need to give free complimentary information to show that we know what the hell we're talking about and to give a little bit of value and then to want people want more. Like what is, what do you think is that fine line of free versus, okay, really you need to come into my group and and pay for this? Yeah. Um, this is a really great question. So I always think of, um, the value ladder. So like when people are first coming in, you know, you do have to offer free content you do because that's how they know you're legit. You, they Mm -hmm. build like no trust factor. They get to figure out if you're actually for them or not. And so, and I have a podcast, I put out a ton of free information, but one of the things that I really try to focus on with my free information is it's an entry problem. So, Most people like, you know, you have a course, right? And it's Mm -hmm. people don't know they need how deep you go in that course, right? Like they don't, they don't understand. And so that's a hard sell. So when I'm creating my free content, I make sure that it's the things that are hurting them on the day to day. So I teach a lot of Instagram strategy. You know, if you go to my Instagram account, I'm teaching a lot about reels right now. Um, And Mm -hmm. so I try to think of those entry problems. Um, they don't know how to use reels. They don't know how to, um, make the words pop in and out that stuff that I'm going to teach for free all day. Um, but in my moneymakers group, I teach a process. So we're getting ready for black Friday. Okay. Let me walk you through the process. That's something I want someone to pay me for is teaching them the step-by-step process. Um, I can give you like tutorials, little tips and tricks all day, but if you want me to look at your business, be invested in your business at all, then that's a paid product, right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's, I'm going to teach you how to get from here in a step-by-step way to here that's paid. Gotcha. So it's, so if it's a process, like Uh you really can't even, I mean, in my opinion, like you can't teach a process in like an Instagram live with all the people popping in and with all the distractions. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. And with like, with Facebook live too. So one thing, consistent feedback that, that I've gotten over the past few years of, of doing the GSD Academy, people are like, your videos are so freaking long. And, um, So is there a sweet spot when you are doing your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday videos that you set a timer and you're like, okay, this needs to stay at at this time. And so it's like, I want to give value. And there's a lot that there's a lot that comes in this stuff. And like, I can break the videos up, but have you gotten any data on the timeframe that when people are like, okay, this is just too much. Um, well, I recommend here's, here is, um, I, at the very beginning, I gave a lot of information all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was too much. It was too overwhelming for people. And so what I have done in my sweet spot, I don't have the data for like the time I can just see like the data for how many people are watching and commenting and engaging with the piece of content, Mm -hmm. but my whole messaging throughout my brand is that like, I'm a mom to five kids. We've already been interrupted by kids today. You and I, Angela, you know, it's (laughs) just tricky. So it's, um, so one of the things that I, that is part of my brand is I'm going to give you really, um, succinct information with actionable to do items. And so I keep mine under 
under my big training day is Monday. And I keep that under 15 minutes. And then my other trainings are 10 to 12 minutes long, but, and sometimes they're even shorter because these are women who are, they want to be coached, but they're also building a business and they also have kids and they do not have time to do 20 things every day that I tell them what to do. And so I, so I have by listening to my people and, you know, really figuring it out where the sweet spot is for me, it's under that 15 minute mark, because I can't expect people to listen to me every day for an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you, and I don't, and that's too much content to give away too. So, um, so yeah, it really depends on your audience. I think it's different if you are doing an, a small group coaching group where you're going to give like an hour's worth of content per like for the whole week and then you have a week to listen. And then you have like a Q and a at the end of the week, mm-hmm. that's a different thing. Right. Um, so it kind of just depends on your style and, um, what expectations you're willing to set. That's awesome. Do you foresee yourself to add, be adding, um, courses for people? Like once channels really gets up and going, do you plan to launch like strategy sessions to like help people? Like how strategically can they be with their channel or has anybody asked you that yet? (laughs) Well, I actually have, um, I have a course out that's like a membership course. It's so, and I have a, I have a webinar, I have a webinar for it. If you guys want to see if it's the right thing for you guys, but, um, this is so I, cause I, um, I've been working with Marco Polo just kind of behind the scenes and trying to figure out how to help people have a successful channel because there are definitely strategies to being a successful channel. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, you know, I created that course for them and then, but, um, I maybe in the future, sure. I always love a good strategy session. So, and I, I really think that if you can, um, launch your course correctly or your channel correctly, and also, um, launch your, uh, like you, if you have a community behind you already, and that is really key, I think, to launching your channels is to have that community like already set up. You already have a business. You already have, um, ex- you know, exactly who you are and exactly who you serve. Then, then it's time to launch a channel. Like it's not, it's, I don't think I would start with launching a channel. You already have to have that community backing you up and wanting your product. So, um, as far I would, yes, sure. Maybe I'll do a strategy. Maybe I'll become a channels strategist. That's what I should become. (laughs) Yeah. I just, and and I think the community is key first. And so Mm -hmm. one thing that Macy was telling me, which, um, is, is a, a girl that, (laughs) Michelle and is a friend of Macy's and Macy's kept saying, you have to talk to Michelle. Um, who's she's amazing. And she's like, you already have this course. And so when people are done with the course, then what, like, do you, then what? And I'm like, well, right now the, then what for us is we do once a year, a GSD retreat in Cabo but it's limited to 10 business owners because it is a higher ticket item and, right. and it's a whole week and not everybody can, you know, commit that much time. And so she's like, but with channels, when they're done with that, you can roll them into a channel so that mm-hmm. you can, can you, you have that continued support. So when they're actually implementing every single thing you have taught them about productivity and time management, if they are having trouble and challenge, because come on, let's be honest, this shit's not easy. Nothing's easier. Everybody would do it. Then right. that would be a great way to continue to support the community that has already been through that. And so I'm like, 
that you're genius. Like that's so good. Yeah. It's a, it's a great upsell <laughs> or like continue continuation upon your like value ladder, right? If you have this yes. course and it's just like one step closer to you, of course, they're not doing one-on-one coaching yet. That would be much more expensive, but mm-hmm. Hey, you've already passed this test and you've taken the course. Now it's time to get you in this channels where I can support you. And that, um, and it really is amazing to build that community where you can bounce ideas off of and really create like products because of what they're asking. So yeah, it's huge. Yes. So y'all, if you're looking to do something about maximizing your time, which like I'm all about time, 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 time. And you hear young people like time is money, time is money, hustle, hustle, hustle. But then you ask like sick people or older people and they're like, my time is precious. And I can't get it back. So don't effing waste it. And so if you're really trying to maximize time, like check out channels and then we will get the webinar link from you or from Megan and link it in the show notes. So people want to learn more about it. And thank you so much for your time. I know that you're super busy and I did not know you had five kids. Like you're like Wonder Woman mom. That's amazing. <laughs> I knew you had kids because Macy mentioned it, but n- I mean, five kids, my sister has four kids and like, I'll help, you know, here and there. And I'm like, gosh, this is like tiring. <laughs> it's like for real, a full-time job. And then to be running coaching and like helping all these people, like that's amazing. So thank you so, 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 so much for your time. And everybody that's listening, thank you for your time as well. I hope that this has inspired you to try something new. Because while Facebook is a great platform, it's not the end all be all. There are other things out there to help you grow your business. And be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, everybody. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember, the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.